Hey guys, Alex Oaks here, and we hope you enjoyed our very first episode this month. So we are bringing you back a second one with some of the more weirder developers that we like to keep in our storage cabinet. And don't worry, it's not urine all. <laughs> Piss off. <laughs> <laughs> Coming to you live from Toronto, Canada, this is the Classic Camera Revival. If you don't have gear acquisition syndrome now, you certainly will after listening to our show. All right, so in our previous episode, we talked about Kodak D76, um, TMAX developer, and Xtal. But the developers we're talking about today, they get really weird. And uh, we're actually going to be working chronologically backwards in time. So we are going to start with Kodak HC110, which is by far my favorite developer, hands down. And I mean, I'm only now just starting to enjoy the alphabet soup, which is HC110. Interesting thing is that HC110 is a rare bird within the Kodak developer um, catalog. Um, they didn't really bring it out with much fanfare. It came out in 1962. It was a tiny little article in a photography magazine. Also, the fact that it's HC110. Most Kodak developers started with a D or had the term tall in it, like deck tall, X tall, select tall. Um, so no one really knows what the HC means. A lot of people think that it means highly concentrated or high contrast, but it slowly became Ansel Adams developer of choice. In fact, it comes up in the negative as like, this is a developer to use because it is so highly modifiable. You have the standard dilutions, which are like a B C D and then there are people out there who have made their own dilutions of it um a lot of people will start with um hc110 dilution b i mean i use that for years and years and years um i dabbled a bit with hc110 dilution a um i've never seen a film developed in hc110 dilution c I've developed Kodak Tri-X in Dilution D before and never really liked the results, but I think I have to definitely go and revisit that one. But the one thing that I've done a lot of, and that's HC110 Dilution H, which you basically take the B times and you double them. But another thing that doesn't make sense about HC110, where a lot of div developers are like 1 to 1, 1 to 2, stock... 1 to 4, 1 to 9. HC 110 just makes no sense. Um, you got dilution B, which is 1 to 31, but then you have dilution C, which is 1 to 19. D is 1 to 39. E is 1 to 47. G is 1 to 119. H is 1 to 63. Really don't know what Kodak was thinking about, but honestly, if I need to change the way a film looks, I just have to change the dilution, and calculating times is easy. You take the B times, you add 50%, you got E. You multiply it by two and a half times, you got 
dilution G, you double it, you got dilution H. And, I mean, you you hear the thing like rule of thumb, you develop film less than five minutes, you get unusable results. That's bull. I've de- I developed Kodak Tri-X at box speed, four and a half minutes dilution B for years. For five and, minutes. No, four and a half. Oh, for four and a half. And wow, love the results. Interesting, because I've gone as long as six minutes, 30 seconds, and I've got great results. Oh, yeah, but Tri-X is bulletproof. And I've heard that one of the reasons why they bought out the HC-110 was so popular with uh, with media, with newspapers, was they wanted those short development times for Tri-X, oh, yeah. like five minutes and you're done. Yep, absolutely. Um, but again, I find myself using H a lot more because I've done films like um, Japan Camera Hunters, um, Street Pan 400, and even Panatomic X, which actually on the data sheet says four and a half minutes. So I just take that, I double it. I got dilution H times, and I have gotten some fantastic results. Now, um, HC-110 is a little hard to handle, um, especially the Kodak-branded stuff. There is the Legacy Pro L-110. It's a lot thinner. Which is a lot thinner. Like, this stuff is like maple syrup in the dead of winter. It's yellow. It's very viscous. Um, but I have... Um, there are some people who say use a um, syringe Yep. to use it. Um, I actually use just a small... A measuring cylinder and then i just fill it all the way up three times with water and rinse it out yeah and that's what i do. I just dump it into my main cylinder yeah, of chemistry. i use a small graduated cylinder with yeah. it I, I do have some pipettes that i use sometimes but rarely with hc110s so thick for a pipette you you get it in these one liter containers yeah. like how are you supposed to get down to the dredges well yeah what i do like it comes end. in a at least in Canada, for the most part, I know there's a 500 milliliter bottle. There used to be. Uh, there yeah. used to be. I guess it, it, which is was a different concentrate. But um, anyway, I I get the 16 ounce bottle, and I have uh, I ordered uh, four ounce um, amber bottles from Amazon. Oh yeah. And I just I just yeah. divvy them up into four ounce bottles. So yeah. then, and I I like fill the four ounce bottles right up to the top, so there's no air gap. Which you're actually it's quite easy to do because the syrup is so thick. Um, and then I just seal them up, and I just use one four ounce bottle at a time at a time yeah and again hc110 is pretty bulletproof it is yeah until it's not until it's not whenever i whenever i'm drawing it out of out of this the uh the bottle my my uh syringe that i use i went and i got some just rubber air hosing for fish tanks attach it to the end that way i can reach right to the bottom oh nice that's a good idea yeah Yeah. but no hc110 is one of the developers that actually it was the second black and white developer that i used personally yep. um after ilfasol 3 and that first roll of triax i pulled out just like well i know what i'm using for the rest of my life sold i started with hc 110 when i developed my first roll of black and white film and i it's always been a constant in my darkroom yeah oh yeah yeah hc 110 is just it's just one of those developers you do so much with it it's so versatile yeah if you push a film while well, you can drop your dilution and drop your times if you've pulled a film and you're a little leery on it and you want a little bit more control well you can just change your dilution and up your times i mean it's it's amazing stuff yeah and not to mention um you can stand develop an hc110 yes, yes you can and um i did that 
uh, when yep. I developed role of Kodachrome as black and white, I stand developed in HC 110. There we go. Well, I stand develop all the time. So there are actually two stand developing um, dilutions. The first one is HC 110 dilution J or Joker, which is named after our very own good friend Larry Dressler, also known as the INAT Joker. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that is 1 to 150, and it's 45-minute semi-stand. So at about the 20-minute mark, if I've read the threads correctly, you give it a couple of inversions, yep. and you just let it sit. Um, and then, of course, our very own Mike yeah. has developed Dilution <clears throat> M, and yeah. I read what yeah. he did, and that is crazy. Yeah, Dilution M. Um I actually came up with it just, I don't know, I was just shits and giggles, a challenge, just something to do. Uh, it was 1 to 250. So for every 250 mil of water, you add just 1 mil of HC110 and then developing. Well, expect a long time. I mean, you're looking at so, between 60 and 90 minutes. So just a question. So I, I've always adhere to the practice of a minimum um, concentration of five mils of concentrate yes yeah for every developer that i use again so you, you're you're talking to me i, I know I, you're i, I seriously yeah. i i really so, when it comes so down you, to it you didn't you no he doesn't care no, i okay. don't give a shit when it came down to it like honest to goodness mm -hmm. i took i was it was just my little uh stainless steel tank yeah. for a 35 mil roll 225 mil is all used so i put to 250 just so it would be simple for me just one mil of hc 110 the 250 mil of water shook the shit out of it mm -hmm. until it was nice and mixed put it in the tank and developed and i have the results i have the results online and it's not that it was a one-time shot no mm -hmm. i did a photo shoot developed the acros in it it worked out well there's another guy uh goes by the name of dizzy cow mm -hmm on twitter and instagram he has done hc 110 dilution m he swears by he's done pinhole with cool. acros and he loves the dilution what times Phenomenal. are you uh looking at um semi stand is roughly about 90 minutes okay. and you invert three times so you're doing you're doing dilution m uh, stand developing then yeah, yeah. stand okay. developing it's not one that you're going to go and develop and sit there and agitate you can it's every i did it once every about five minutes you save about 30 minutes on developing time cool. so it's about 60 minutes you're not saving enough to really make it worthwhile but i find that it's one thing pull the film do not develop at full speed pull the film at least two-thirds of a stop um now not everybody does but this is really mm -hmm. good for pinhole photography with acros and everybody knows two mm -hmm. minutes with acros and you're still good Absolutely. So you can go this, twenty two with Acros. You can go twenty two years with Acros. Who yeah. cares? This this stuff <laughs> is this stuff Damn is you, awesome. Fuji. <laughs> and and I've had it sworn by or Acros for pinhole photography. So that was a huge, huge major. And, and what was the contrast? The, the the tone curve like <sighs> beautiful, absolutely gorgeous. Mm. I have never seen results from Acros as I did when I developed it in uh, HC one ten one to two fifty. My dilution M. I was blown away. Oh, that's really, I, I need to try that because I imagine the grain is probably going to look terrific with that oh. type of developing and that low concentrate. It's, it's something else. Mm -hmm. I mean, it almost had like um, a soft glow to it and I did it both yeah. 
125 mil. And what were the shadow details like? Um, well, I have I have images actually up on my Flickr stream from we'll it. We'll be sure to put them so, in the episode yeah, notes. Yeah, that would be my one concern, because I know HC110 doesn't always give the best shadow detail performance, in my opinion. So I'd be curious to see what that looks like. But uh, we'll certainly, I'll tra- take a look at what you've got posted there. Well... Let's if I, if I uh, share this one photo, I've got it on my phone, but um, this is actually one of the photo walks that I went on with John, and this is Polypan F, and this is developed in HC110 Dilution M. Wow, that's amazing. And this is probably, hands down, one of the most amazing contrasts in the image that I've yeah. ever Oops. Well, no complaints seen. On, no like, complaints on the shadow detail, that's stunning. for sure. Absolutely positively stunning i, I think have. You, i think you might be on to something there mike yeah no i mean and that was 45 minutes in dilution m ac so, 110 you can just make it fit to whatever you want it to it's do. it's so versatile yeah. i mean if, i've i've done i know we're going to talk about it a bit later is rodinol and that stuff i think hc 110 and rodinol Hand in hand, those two are probably the number one developers everyone should have in their darkroom. Yeah, yeah. no, HC110, if you use one developer the rest of your life, make it HC110. We'll be drinking uh, HC110 and Rodinol with the uh, cockroaches and the duct tape. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, stepping a little further back in time, um, and again, Mike did a great segue in uh, getting us there, is uh, Rodinol. Now, Rodinol... Um, is the oldest commercial developer still available, and it was first patented in 1891 um, by a Dr. Moan Anderson. Dr. Anderson is um, was born in 1857, died in 1951, um, and is known for his work in improving um, both developers and fixers. He hated hydroquinone as a um, reducer and a supercharging agent for um, film photography. So um, he started working for AGFA in 1899, and it only took him a couple years to develop Rodinol. Pun completely intended (laughs) here. Um, So again, like I said, he started working for AGFA's R&D department in 1891 and started working with P-amphetanols, and um, patented Rodinol on the 27th of December, 1891. And again, the uh, patent ran out on Rodinol. And these days, you can A, make it yourself, if you're really crazy, or just buy the stuff. I mean, it's available under the um, ADOX or AGFA name as RO9 OneShot, um, or Adnol from ADOX. Or here in Canada, we have the best version Blaze and all. That's because we'd be legal here, people. Absolutely. Uh, shame this isn't in uh, April. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, That'd be 420 for all you lamos out there. Yeah. Um, Dilution 420. You never know what you're going to get this time. And honestly, Rodinol is bulletproof yeah. as a developer. They found a full stoppered bottle that predated World War II. Yep. Yeah, that's how the story goes. They found it in the ruins, I think in the 1960s or 70s. They decided, oh, let's try it with some film. They processed it. It actually worked. Yeah. I've I've bought sealed bottles at camera shows and 
yeah, I just I just use it. Yeah, it's got like a half life of I don't know forever. Doesn't matter what color it's turned. Doesn't matter how crunchy the bits are in the bottom. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, crunchy bits add the flavor. Near the end, I actually use a um, strainer. Yeah. Just to keep the crunchy bits out of the uh, out of the dilution. Now, most normal people will um, use the standard dilutions of one to twenty five or one to fifty. Mm. But as we talked about in HC one ten, Rodinol is the one that actually started the stand developing, where you can dilute it one to one hundred, one to two hundred. I don't one know. One to three hundred. Yes, I've done it. Why am I not surprised? Yeah, nothing surprises totally me anymore. Donna, you have the patience of a saint. Poor woman. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> um, Donna is... My that's what I was going to say. Donna is being very silent. Um, now, stand developing is something that I've only recently gotten into using as part of my toolkit, especially if I'm unsure of what the film is. Um, any film... You shoot it at the box speed, you can stand develop it. Um, you start at 1 to 100, you go for an hour. 1 to 200, you do two hours. 1 to 300, you do three hours. Is the rule of thumb usually, but John has had a lot of experience with uh, Rodinol. Yeah, I'd say my favorite film to stand develop so far uh, is Rolly RPX 100. Mm. Stand develop that for an hour, 1 to 100. Actually, I tend to do semi-stand most of the time. For, uh, so it's basically at the halfway point, you do one very, very gentle inversion. Like Rodinol, you know, Rodinol is not meant to be used with a paint mixer. No. Um, and I, I love the results of that. Um, yeah, I, for me, like Rodinol, one thing about Rodinol is that, um, and one of the reasons it went out of favor for a while, like when 35mm first came out, is everything was about grain reduction, solvent oh. developers. Yeah. And Rodinol is not, is not a solvent. A solvent it doesn't increase grain. It just gives you an accurate rendition of what uh, of what the grain is. Yeah. But if you're like I'm, most of the time, you know, I'm using it for either slow or medium speed emulsions. Yeah. Or I'm shooting in medium format. And medium yep. format, like the only film I found, for me at least, where it's not a happy marriage is HP five plus. I just don't like that in in Rodinol, but. I love uh, the T-Max films are great in it. Across yep. is great. Um, although it's funny, you, you go online and the religious arguments about what Rodinol is good for, or st- there are people out there, you think that you've insulted their mother the way yes. they react oh. when you say that you use stand or semi-stand developing. <laughs> but it's uh, it's great. It stood the test of time. And if you're shooting, even if you're shooting medium format or slower films like, like Pan-F, in 35 millimeter yeah. or RPX 25. You'll see grain, but yeah. who cares? It's good grain. And it's so Grain sharp. is good, people. And there's one interesting formula. I, I had to have to do a develop all of that this week is shooting T Max 400 at 3200, and it's a two hour semi stand in 1 to 100 Rodinol. Oh. And it's not bad. So yeah. it's basically, you know, four inversions. I, um,. Yeah. I really like using Rodinol 150 in Tri-X, pull to stop to 200. Portrait work on medium format is fantastic. Um, I did a wedding in 2017 where I actually took my Hasselblad out and used the Hasselblad for the first time at a wedding and got some gorgeous portraits 
of the couple and said, I'm going to try a new dilution of Rodinol and Triax. If things work out, great. If they don't, I'm really sorry. <laughs> but I have a whole bunch of digital photos, too, and 35 millimeter. But the results are fantastic. Usually, if I go with 400 speed films at box speed, I'll do a stand develop. But I've actually started using like 1 to 50, 1 to 25 standard additations. And the results I'm pulling out are fantastic. I even took Berger Pancro 400 in 35 millimeters, pushed to 800, developed in Rodinol 1 to 25. The results, beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah, I could see that. I said the key thing, though, with Rodinol is agitation. Yes, be not, very, very gentle. Gentle. Do not be a paint mixer. No. Yeah, no. Absolutely. Now, I I usually go the other end of the scale, but I also... Do you? Really? When it, when it comes to Rodinol, 1 to 25, for, for what I use it for, would be insanity. Because um, one of the reasons that I, I really heavily dilute Rodinol is pulling film. And... One of the films that I love to pull in it is uh, ADOC CMS-20. That stuff is <laughs> phenomenal. That is like my kryptonite when it comes to film. That and SO331. Um, <laughs> I shoot CMS-20 regularly at about ASA-6. Develop in Rodinol at 1 to 200 for, I think it's about 10 minutes or it might be a little bit shorter than that. Yeah. And the results, they absolutely speak for themselves. Yeah. I mean, I um, I used just a old Vivitar 7210 on my Canon T90, put some ADOC CMS 22 film in it, or yeah, well, CMS that's not, 220 that's film That's not in surprising it. at all, because, like, I mean, if you have a slow, like, slower speed films, like, that's what Rodinol yeah, was it, made it for, shines. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And like APX 25, yeah. RPX, the, RPX 25. Yeah. The fact that I've I, done TechPan. Oh, really? One to 100. And how, was, and how was the contrast out of that? Four and a half minutes? Yeah. I love Fomapan Foma yeah. 100 in Rodinol, and I usually do it when the 50. Yep. Yeah. Well, my biggest thing was the grain, or lack thereof, the sharpness. And, I mean, I'm showing James an image just uh, that I took a little while ago. It's just a leather glove. Now, the whole key is that's, that's a crop because that's the full photo. And the detail is just absolutely unreal. The contrast this, this is, is just uh, incredible in that image. It's just, it's mind-blowing, and it's just so sharp. And ever since then, anytime I'm taking this kind of film, I just pull the living hell out of it. Like, wow. like that that's a crop from that previous image, and you'd never know. This, so you pulled that. that was this, ISO this was pulled ISO, ISO 3. From? From 20. From 20. From oh. 20. ISO 3, this was done at uh, 1 to 20, or 1 to 200 for about 10 and a half, 11 minutes, something mm -hmm. along those lines. Like, I did a, this was years ago. Uh, let's see, EI 3, 10 and a half minutes using standard, standard agitation at uh, 1 to 200. Like, this this film, it's just, it's it's mind-blowing. Well, yeah, it like is, some of those, I mean, like, I would try Rodinol with any one of those old FEMA uh, films, you know, like with the ISO 3 stuff, some of those old copy films and yeah, that sort of thing. That's um, it's what you do. I mean, yeah. it's it's the film, to, it's but, the developer to use for yeah. pulling film and, when and it, it comes down it to it. It all makes logical sense. So, like, when you can build up an understanding of the chemical composition of how developers work and what solvents do and reducers and buffers and all of those things and what 
they, how they all balance each other out in the chemistry, then it helps you, it helps you understand um, what films are more conducive to the best results. Yep. You know, uh, what films and chemicals com- combined are most, most conducive to the best results. And you get a developer like Rodinal, like the, one of the main characteristics about Rodinal, it is not a solvent-based developer. So it leaves the uh, crystal, uh, the silver crystals completely intact. It doesn't soften any of the Absolutely. images. Um, whereas most other developers, uh, you know, uh, contain uh, sodium sulfite, which will reduce some yep. of the edges and that sort of thing, which actually you could add a sodium sulfite solution to your to your rodinol if there are you, a lot of people yeah. that do a stooge two-stage developer yeah. using extol and rodinol yeah yep because you will get the uh edge uh sharpness you'll get high accutants but then your your mid-tone uh grain uh and sharpness will be soft so it almost you're almost making an unsharp mask on the negative yep with through chemistry absolutely uh, now the only thing is with rodinol Unlike HC110, which you can use to use as a, a first developer for uh, E6 films, because the first developer is only a black and white developer anyway. Absolutely. If you use Rodinol, believe it or not, it actually reacts to the film's dye clouds, and it will create dye clouds. Yes. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. No, Rodinol is a true black and white developer, and that's probably given the age of it. I mean, 1891. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's so nice. Right? Canada was less than 100 years old as a dominion of the British Empire, (laughs) or much older than that. And now, finally, we are going to reach very, very far back to 1851, but not really. So, one of the developers that I um, started working with after um, listening to the Film Photography Podcast and... Um, Matt Mirage was pyro-based developers. Now, pyro-based developers are what's known as staining developers, and that includes like pyrogalol, catch-all, and this actually causes the gelatin in the film base to harden and get a stain to it, like a mm-hmm. a yellowish stain. Um, these date all the way back to eighteen. 18- 51 um and they were used for wet plates and it was actually designed as a less toxic developer for wet plates which is funny because these days in the realm of photography pyro is the most toxic of all the developers um so pyrocat hd actually dates to 1998-1999. It was developed by a gentleman by the name of Sandy King, who wanted a less toxic, better film speed constant staining with shorter developing time that also included reducing fog in the uh, developer. It really does... It is really designed for... um, rotary systems so like the jobos or the poor man jobos or the macgyver jobos out there which is using a coffee can and tape (laughs) i use um the sp445 and even the patterson system i use pyrocat hd with everything from four by five down to 35 millimeter there are no rules a lot of people said oh wait you're using pyrocat hd with 35 millimeter you can't do that like, screw you. Yes, I can. 
Are, you, are um, these people from APUG? Yes. Yeah, they're not surprising. Um, whatever happened to it died. <laughs> Good. Yeah, <laughs> and now you know why. It's a museum. So, um, what I like about PyroCat HD, PyroCat HD is one of my magic bullets. I love this developer because it has everything I like about developers. It has, um, it's compensating. It has um, high acutance and very fine grain. So everything you like about Rodinal, it has. Everything you like about Extal, it has. Everything you like about HC110, it has. I find the images look brighter on the screen. Um, it makes HP5 look beautiful in 35 millimeter medium format or 4x5. Tri-X, beautiful across the board. I mean, I wish there were more times out there for PyroCat HD. Um, well, the nice thing is you don't really need it because, like, PyroCat just works. It does. So it I'm does. a layman here because I've never messed around with PyroCat HD. Mm. Uh, I'm just used to, okay, HC110, dilution B, goes into tank, you follow the time, the agitation protocol, dump it out, put your stop in, then you yeah. fix Yada yada so forth. So how do you how do you go about PyroCat Cat HD? Because I look at those uh, those ratios, I'm like, what the hell's going on here? So I'm blind. Oh, like it's, the mixing? Yeah, yeah. I'll... PyroCat HD comes in two parts. There's yeah. part A, yeah, which contains which you can again you can buy the chemistry off photographer formulary, or you can buy it in powder form yeah. or premixed in liquid form. Um, I'm lazy. I'm probably gonna go the liquid form. If, if you're gonna do that, that's I'd what I do. I'd recommend buying it in glycol. Yep. Uh, because it's just more stable. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's um, water, sodium metabisulfate, pyrocatchin, phenidone, potassium bromide, and that makes up part A. And then part B is basically water and potassium carbonate. Um, the standard dilution is 1 to 1 to 100. Yep. So in a 500 milliliter solution, you use 5 milliliters of part A five milliliters of part B, and then you make it up to 500 milliliters with water. Yeah. So basically the way I look at it is equal parts, yeah. uh, equal units, part A and B. Which does set it apart from an older formulation that PyroCat HD is based on called PMK yeah. Pyro, which has Codalic yeah. in it um, and is a little more toxic. Um, but what and I like... PyroCat, yeah. all PyroCat, developers glove yourselves up and wear an yes. apron yes um also because it is highly dilute um don't use a chemical stop mm -hmm. with it um like coda stop or ilfa stop use water yeah and again in one minute it's the the developing action is done yeah. um you are still looking at longer times the shortest time i know is hp5 at nine minutes when you pull it a stop to two hundred, but yeah, that's nothing. I mean, well, look, it's a it's a it's a terrific developer. It yeah. works. It works a little bit differently. Like it, essentially, the base developer, like Part A, is essentially very similar to like an Extol. Yeah, and then Part B is where your staining comes from, right? Yeah. So, okay. So, so the way the work the way it works is slightly different than like a compensating or a solvent based developer. So, what it's doing is it's actually stain. Oh, well, it is actually 
well, part A is working like a solvent developer. It's exposing and uh, getting the reaction of the bromide and the silver together. But then what happens is it stains the actual um, silver crystals proportionally to the amount of silver that okay. is present on on the base yeah. or in or in, in locked in the gelatin. Um, and why that's so good is because it, let's say you have a highlight area that's highly reactive. You're going to burn off a lot of that silver, right? Because it's going to show up um, uh, or, or it's going to be highly reactive. So it's going to be very, very uh, yeah. black, right? Yeah. Um, so what you want um, uh, with that is because it's proportional to the amount of silver. So as that silver reduces away, um, uh, it's going to stain instead of it's going to stain whatever silver is there. So it's actually going to enhance the uh, the highlight areas. It basically and fill in the gaps of where silver has kind of burnt away. So basically, what the staining does is it, it really helps with printing. It essentially gives you a grade filter. Okay, right on your negative. Yeah. So you're gonna it stains the highlights more and the shadows less. Yeah. Okay. So just to recap, if it's 500 mils of water, so it's like five milliliters of A and yeah. B. So basically, two and a half of A, two and a half of B. Nope. Yeah. No. Full five. Five Full and five, five will give you ten. The rest is so water. ten plus one hundred. Right. Okay, right. so it's four hundred yeah. milliliters. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And it's it's a wonderful magic bullet for yeah. me. If I'm working with a difficult lighting situation, I know that I can I can just put a film in there that handles it well and then just pull it to the appropriate amount. And just develop an EmpiroCat HD, and I get the results. Yeah, I've got to get back to using it. It's been a while, but I remember for a while I was using. I think you mentioned how HP Five Plus. Yep, is just amazing. Oh, in that developer. Uh, yeah, especially I've got to, when you with go with four by five. Oh gosh, yeah. I mean, I again, it's all thanks to Matt Mirage and HP Five Two Hundred PyroCat HD One to One to One Hundred for nine Matt, minutes. Matt. That's all he really uses. And like every every time I hear him talking about developer, that's all he's talking yeah. about. And again, I've had a chance to go with Matt to um, the um, it's in Ohio. Oh, I know the park you're talking oh, the, about. The, the oh, one, where the he's, one he's usually he's, wandering he's, he's, he's posting yeah. a lot of work from there. Yeah, yeah, he I've, does great work. I've so. actually had a chance to go down there with him and just. And he showed me all the good spots, and I've gotten cool. some of. I only shot like eight sheets of four by five, but it's like these are my favorites. Yeah. Well, you know, I think John, you you would really like getting back into PyroCat because it's essentially you're getting a, st a stand developing result without the one hour wait. Yeah. Exactly. So, like the, it just man, it just balances out the yep. uh, uh, the uh, shadow and highlight areas of the negative so well like it's just you screw something up put it in pyrocat and you'll be fine well that about wraps it up for this episode my name's alex lokes reminding you dilute your developers not your whiskey this is bill smith um damn i have nothing to say go out there and shoot tons of film the weather's nice it's sunny out shoot tons of film it's mike bataxi and just letting you know that even at one to two hundred you can still hit it off this is Donna Bataxi, and if you haven't been out there shooting, what are you waiting for? 
This is James Lee. Um, keep the stains off your darkroom. Keep this them on the bed sheets. This is John Meadows saying, my favorite part of stand developing is sitting down. <laughs> and drinking. That goes without saying. It should be drink developing. Drunk developing? <laughs>